listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome, everyone. We are back with everybody. I wonder what what are you guys talking about? Oh shit! What the fuck are you doing there? Stuff. Why are you there? Oh, I'm not, actually I'm off. Now. Oh, shouldn't you go home? Four minutes off, man. Four minutes. You should go home and be home in time for part two. Oh, part two. Part two. I don't. Yeah. I got some pretty damn good trivia tonight. Ooh. So. Yeah, and we need old oh, people. You, the coyotes on, the on there too. Yeah, try, try to go home in time for trivia. Yeah. Things. No pressure. Things and stuff. Well, it's nice that Jesus was able to join us tonight. <laughs> vagina door. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. We're staring at the vagina door again. It's terrible. God, sit in front of that thing. Jesus. It's the vagina door. Oh, yeah, it is. It's the, yeah, it's the <laughs> nasty doe foot b- vagina door. If, the first time you said it, I thought you were talking about some weird fucking character from one of those Lord of the Rings shits. No, man. No. It's, it's like, isn't that one of their names? Like, hey, it's vagina door, the fucking <laughs> hobbit and shit. <laughs> <laughs> or Harry Potter, one of the fucking shows. Where's that for trivia? Right? Right? Oh, my God. That's freaking awesome. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Gerardo, how you doing this morning or this evening, yeah, whatever day this it morning. is, nah, I'm all sorts of screwed up. It's been, vacation. what did I just, where, where have I been? <laughs> I've been on vacation and it has been an interesting one. Let's put it that way. Mm. It was more of a staycation. It was my yearly, I'm going to go up the road to the campground with the yeah. rest of the family vacation. And, oh man, has it been interesting? Uh, cool. I got some stories. To tell you guys, mm, pretty sure I killed good. my uncle. Uh, well, is Jesse, that the one you don't mind killing anyway? Nope, nope. My other uncle. Uh, uh, okay. And uh, I was gonna say if it was the other one, then I mean, you know, like kudos, no no throw a party. Um, <laughs> no, no, we um, no, we ended up going backpacking um, because he's he's wanted to try it for years. Always said, I'm going to do the Appalachian Trail. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And we took me and Jess and the boys. And my mom actually went because she wanted to give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. And he, we finished the hike. It was literally just an overnight. And he goes, yep, never again. Thank you for the experience. Never doing this a day in my life ever again. <laughs> and I was yep. like, all right. Fair. Yep. Uh, Chris, how you doing, sir? Thank you for joining us. Really? Um, oh, oh, you're on the, the chat. My bad. Yeah, I was like, I'm looking around like, I'm like, who the fuck is Chris? Chris is Chris. <laughs> well, first it's morning. Now it's Chris. I'm like, guys, where the fuck am I? You guys didn't hear that Kelly got, in, got engaged to Chris? Oh, I didn't yeah. hear that. Okay. Aww. Excellent. Um, Congra- congratulations. <laughs> When's the baby due? Because you know that's how she rolls, right? That's totally how she rolls. <laughs> yeah, she's got that look. That That's totally yeah. how she would roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss M, yeah. how you doing? Thanks, yeah, you. Not Phil. I haven't gotten you, Phil. I listen. My Jesus. headphones are wonky. 
I'm good. How are you guys? It's Jesus or what? It, let's let's see. Daddy Jesus, Champ D Jesus. I don't know. Vagina door Jesus. Vagina door. Well, now you're really. Now you're really. You're, y'all are like really on your way to hell. We're trying. That's all right. Mr. Phil Foundation, how are you, sir? It's going. It's going. Phil He's in the uh, captain's chair. Yep. Phil's got. Uh... <laughs> Chris. Ooh, what says, are you drinking there? Chris says not this. Chris. Smashberry. It's a Smirnoff. Is that? I like- know. Oh, it's in the fridge. That's right. Ooh. I'm doing the same thing. Em. I'm drinking a uh, Jack Daniel's lemonade tonight. All right. And it's, it's beer wench. Great. Get me the cheer wine. <laughs> Whoa! I would have wailed a bottle over your head for that. May I please have the cheer um, wine? Thank you. That's much better. Notice, notice how the. <laughs> Whoa! Slip Take a little, time. slip a little patriarchy in there, why don't you? So, don't worry, Tam, I got you. While while we're waiting for the beer wench, I guess, um, I I got some some really cool news that I'm gonna share here in a second. Um, mm-hmm. So let me uh, let me get going with uh, tonight's rig check. And um, then we can get started. I can hand it over to uh, the Phil Foundation. So, oh, it's gonna be one of those nights. Yep. Now that this show has yeah. has reached the pinnacle of twenty one thousand downloads, I want to pass off a new and exciting piece of news that this show, in all its ridiculousness, has now reached the top pinnacle of our success so far in that we are now number seven on the iHeartRadio EMS podcast list. Fuck out. Oh, shit. Number freaking seven. Number wow. seven. I don't what's, know how Wait, what's happens. number one? Um, I can tell you here. Oh, it's got, it's got to be freaking. It's not. Uh, like Fomed or something no, it's like that. Not or... It's not. Um, oh. It is. Let me. I didn't look at that. It is 911 cast. I've never heard of them. Neither have I. But get ready, bitch. We're coming for you. We I was going to say, maybe the. <laughs> we are. Challenge accepted. Yep. We are closing in. Uh, so That's nuts. Let's Seven? Just, let's oh. just put it this way. Wow. Keep on sharing. Keep on talking about our show. Keep on Jeez. rating and reviewing. This is a grassroots effort. The more that you guys and the fans and the listeners interact with this show and share it, the more we can get to number one in everything. And that is just freaking phenomenal. Um, Remember, tonight and every free episode, you can get CME credit for. So medicmaterialcmeacademy.thinkific.com. The link is down below. Um, Mr. Gerard, my son has fallen in love with Tammy and her cronuts. Oh, nice. All right. So <laughs> yes. these cronuts, the new ones, this one yeah, yeah. is Ain't Your Patient Apple. I absolutely nice. love this one. Ain't My Patient Apple. Ain't yeah. My Patient Apple. I absolutely love this one nice. here. 
Um, Late Call Lemon is probably yep. one of my favorites, right? And this one <laughs> That's is, my favorite. Yeah. This one here is my kid's favorite, and that is Boo Boo Blueberry. Boo Boo Blueberry. <laughs> yep. Absolutely love it. Um, Those are great. But I'll tell What's you. What's the, the pink one? Um, oh, that's. Um, it's something strawberry. Um, yeah. So, sign here, strawberry. Sign here, strawberry. That's, that's, what the, that's sitting at the charge desk at the hospital. Oh, nice. Oh, that's phenomenal. Nice. Um, yeah, these, these things are absolutely awesome. Um, they will be up. There's some on the website now, uh, medicmaterials.com slash merch. You can go and get them now. They're $7 a piece. There is going to be specials for three and six. If you want to mix and match, or if you want all six different flavors, um, you know what my kids use them as mm. they use them as stress balls. Yeah, they walk around and they, and they squeeze the the Krona to stress balls. Um, Put them in weird places. Take pictures of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? they are phenomenal. And I, I love used to do them. queer shit like that. Yeah. Um, but lastly, I just want to shout out this month to our, our awesome listeners in Nebraska and Thailand. So thank you again very much. And, uh, and just like I said, keep on sharing this show as it just, you know, keeps on growing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still to this day don't understand how this weird show has grown into what it is. So, uh, Phil, it is all you now. Um, take it away. Ooh, what is that? Cheer Beer wine, wine ale. ale. Nada. Is that what it says up top? No. No? No, it, it says Noda. Oh, Noda. Looked like Nada. I have no idea. No idea what the fuck that means. But if you're if you're down here in like the North Carolina or Carolinas area, you know what cheer wine is? It's this like local soda. It's like really fucking good, especially when you dump a scoop of vanilla ice cream in it. Ooh. And we we're literally at the at the food line the other day and we're we're about to leave. She just got a twelve pack of what she likes and I was like, the fuck is that? And I looked and I was like, holy shit, they make cheer wine freaking, you know, malted beverage. So uh oh, yeah. Oh it's it's good. Cheers. Cheers. As I spill half of it on myself. Ah, that's good. Anyway, sorry. I thought I would share that. It's appreciated. Eh, probably not, but you just filled some time. Let's see. Where because... is it? I can't see it. You just gotta. Uh yeah. Well, there's that in the Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA <laughs> that we never get any money for. Nope. Nope. We've probably <laughs> made. Nice we could probably made that man a couple thousand dollars and. Nope. It is what it is. I mean, Nothing. I mean we probably may have gave him a thousand dollars, but probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Phil, take it away. Enough stalling here. Take it so, away, Jesus. You guys are in a rural EMS agency staffed by one paramedic, one EMT. Um, local hospitals, there's a level one trauma center and medical center about 45 minutes to an hour away. And then a local like 12 bed ER about 25 minutes away. How rural are we? Um, Gilboa. On a a scale of one to Gilboa. 
probably like a nine. You're definitely in banjo country. Oh shit! Right. Are we like in rustic? Like, is it Pascal Boa and in rustic? Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, so we're so we're beyond Gilboa. That's not okay. good. So we got we got to figure out that you know Fujita scale there. I think I think that we should start charging Gilboa, the like the the municipality of Gilboa to <laughs> right. give us money because right. we're increasing they're, they're their tourism. tourism. Board. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Come see their covered bridge to nowhere. <laughs> it's really bad that I still do calls in Gilboa, and it's just, oh, Phil fucked it up. Yeah, he now fucked I'm it up. Oh, two Phil. Dun, 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 now dun. what? Uh, I guess he didn't like what we had to say about Gilboa. Seriously, like, damn. I know. That's right. He was using his phone tonight. Um, really be, yeah because he, he said um, standby internet crashed yeah it, it, whatever uh, it is what it is no he um he texted me earlier the call and he's like yeah oh fuck i hate this goddamn chair it's sinking again uh it's like you, a, you might want you might want to lay off the couscous <laughs> it's like oh god damn it chair <laughs> Every single time, it rem- like it reminds it reminds me of, of Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School when you know he does his he shows his commercial where he's you know he does the the store for uh, he sells tall and fat clothes and he's got these big huge actors in it you know wearing the you know fat clothes and uh, he asks the dude hey how do I look in that new uh, commercial and the guy's like eh, you could lose a few pounds he's like I gotta, I got to get bigger actors. <laughs> <laughs> the maha is here in spirit we appreciate that mr maha thank you enjoy uh, the ride home yeah right yeah, yeah be safe. safe exactly be safe uh be aggressive be e aggressive b e a g g r e s s i v e no i was i was not a cheerleader yeah he was i don't believe it it's coming out dude yes I know Sorry. that I know that the rest of us can't see it, but or, or like we can see it, but the viewers can't see it because of how I cropped mm. in on your beautiful face, Gerard. But oh, you cropped lava me! Lamp. I, that lava lamp me? really is just it's lava it's lamp. so vile tonight. It's like I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> I know it's like, it's like an alien brain. It's, it's not. Like, it's not an alien brain. Now it just looks no. like congealed cum. It's like see, I was gonna say it was like like, like anti gravity like. Like poop, sure. You know, so it's it's, poo- it's pooping up. It's, it's yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's and it's ab- green. Absolutely terrible, uh, Phil. So we're in rustic. We got a rural EMS crew. Let's let's continue before your internet crashes again. Yeah, uh, you are dispatched priority one Delta level EMS call for a single car AAPI car into a tree oh i feel like we've done this call before gentlemen and lady apis aren't those the uh people from the pacific islanders (laughs) the pacific islanders right api that's what they call them now right i don't know aren't you keeping up with your with your wokeness no pacific islander american what Asian American, Asian American Pacific Islander. I told you it's AAPI. Really, I did yeah. not know that that was even a thing. 
Oh yeah, you got to keep up with that shit, man. Uh, They're changing all the time. That's for you know a future show. They got like they got like SysAPI Elemental P. You know that's that's gonna be the next one. So yeah, no, I keep up with that shit. You know, I'm 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 glad that that. you do. Yeah, educate me. Yeah, you know. RMA next, (laughs) Butch says. (laughs) 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 Sounds like an RMA, right? Uh, I can so, assure you it is not. So, so uh, I've so had those have, thoughts. We have what? Uh, an AA, AI, an, M- P- you, an MVA? Thank sure. you, an MVA, okay. because exactly, MVA, or for those across the pond, MVC, but MVA. Car accident. It's a car accident. Car into a tree. That's what we got, right? Yep. Yes. Cool. So, I like trees. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that our listeners are are listening to this because I was just told what we got. One vehicle into a tree, and then they're like, get to the fucking point. How many patients do we got? Nice. <laughs> Literally. Move on. Thank you. It's like, tell that motherfucker in the dark to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <sighs> so you arrive on scene. And are told by the fire captain that there is a single occupant um, in traps. And he says to you, I don't know if he's awake or not. Okay. So they're dead. So one person so far that we're being told? Yeah, one, only one person in the car. That we're being told? Yeah. That you're being told about, yes. Okay. He tells me if he's awake or not, so. Right. Oh, my God. So, okay. They grab their first in bag, head over, and they find a 30, 32-year-old male. Um, to their knowledge, unresponsive in the driver's seat, uh, was not wearing a seatbelt. And the front end of the car, like the dashboard, is sitting on his lap. Wait, hold on. Mm. You say to their knowledge, unresponsive. If they can see that he's unseatbelted, is he unresponsive or not? I mean, he so he doesn't answer when, you know, they do the whole like, sir, sir, you know, are you okay? The whole, you know, okay. Okay. shit. Um, is he breathing? It looks like he's breathing. That's a surprise. Yeah, that's, that's at least unrestrained, un- unrestrained with the dashboard in his lap. Yeah, shit. Because I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking, all oh, that rib cage got to go bye bye. Right. Probably is. But. It's right in his chest. Mm-hmm. Say it with your chest. No, don't say it with your chest. Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> just don't move. So they go to do the thing all people do. They go to open the driver's side door. It doesn't open. Um, oh, at least every they fireman, tried. Every fireman just got a heart. At on. least they tried. So they decide, you know, fire department captain, paramedic on scene has a conversation about extrication. They say it's going to take about an hour what? to do a full extrication. Because they have to wait for they have to wait for a rescue team to arrive to so do a full they, they don't have okay. spreaders? So they don't remember, have tools. Remember, Gerard, not my job to figure out. We've done, we've totally done calls on this show where, what was it? 
uh, she jumped it and crushed the landing. Oh yeah, yeah, way, yeah, yeah, way yeah, back, yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah, that was a good one. And that one, the first fire department came, realized they needed extrication equipment, and had to call in mutual aid because they didn't have spreaders and jaws and mm-hmm. extrication equipment. So like, yeah, it wow. does you happen. Rustic, so like, I believe it. Yeah, it huh. does yeah, happen. For all I know, they could be, you know, captain responded from home. Doesn't doesn't actually specify it does that. Oh, it doesn't actually say that 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 there is an engine or a rescue on scene. It's just a fire. It's it's just the officer that's there. Yeah, it's just. But but okay. for me, like I don't know anything about fire. So if they're the ones that that do, I don't know anything about extricating, like logistics of it. Right. If you're telling me it's going to be an hour, that in my mind, okay, I have an hour. Right. What the fuck am I going to do now? Right. I can't question that. I don't know. Like, oh, why don't you have a spreader? I don't fuck. I don't even know what a spreader is. I don't know. I mean, that's that's fair. Do so fair. Know... If they're the ones that are handling the extrication, they're telling me it's an hour. Done. Yeah. So we're one hundred percent sure that he is he is pinned in this car. Like like if we were to try to, you know, if, if things went south quick and we had to pull him out, we couldn't pull him out. We could not pull him out. Okay, so he is actually he is, he is entrapped. Like textbook pinned. Gotcha. Okay. And and is the pinning only by the dashboard? Like, it, like I I know I don't know if we it's only this. front end damage. Front yeah, that's end? my question. Like, right. is he pinned so in like from the front end and kind of like driver's side door? Right. So he he, gl- he it was almost a glancing bowl, but just not quite. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's like the driver's side door is kind of like indented in. But like not severely enough to right. He turned the front end into into an apostrophe. Yes. Yeah. So Gee, who hasn't seen that before? <laughs> right. Uh, so let's see. In the comments here, we got uh, Mr. Maha. Is there a large hole in the windshield where another person could have been ah, Superman? That was status? my next question. Yeah, mine too. Um, let's see. Chris is throwing out. Not every fire department can afford tools. His company's one right. of them. Um, okay. Uh, I agree. Yeah, and then uh, okay. WW2 girl says I would immediately <clears throat> suspect pneumo, broken ribs, head injury. I'm oh, yeah. I'm I'm right yeah. there with oh, all yeah. that. Yep. And the fact they, that he was unrestrained and that dash is sitting in his lap. Right. Fuck yeah, man. That's marrow trauma, man. That's that's all this. And then uh, we also have heavy rescue would probably be dispatched, but if it's this far out in the countryside, that could be a long wait. So that so it may not be like an an hour extricating to get him out. It may just be an, an hour, hour in total to get everyone there and then get him out. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I was gonna say because an hour to pop the doors or yeah, but but yeah, okay. So if they're if they're not nearby, then it could take a while. Yeah. Right. Right. So this paramedic decides he's gonna put on the car, do an assessment, all that fancy shit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So before he does that, he gets on the horn with their dispatch at dispatch center and requests a helicopter because of the prolonged extrication. Duh. (laughs) The flight crew accepts. They say about a 20, 25 minute ETA plus lift. That's always nice. Keep them coming. So, paramedic crawls in. EMT goes over, grabs the ALS bag, and they're they have like individual airway bags, pediatric bags, stuff like that. How does the paramedic get in? So, 
way he actually gets in is I'm gonna say because if he can get in, why can't I get him the fuck out? So middle opened, of the apostrophe. He opens the back door, gotcha. falls in through there. So he goes in through the back. Okay. Yeah. All he right. he uses the back door. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Thank you for that one. I appreciate it. I was waiting for it. Yep. So, so like like so I had I had one one time where it was kind of like this and like rather than waste the time in cutting and everything like that the da- granted the dash didn't actually like like wasn't crushing his legs or anything but but like you said the, the rear doors were still available so we basically hyper extended one of those and then just reclined his seat shoved the backboard under him and slid him onto the backboard and pulled him out through the back door Giggity. i mean pop the back window out and you can take him straight out the back right yeah but I mean, but, but I'm just saying, like, like the different thoughts for for extricating. I don't like this guy. It sounds like he's pinned in the front. He's not going anywhere. So, but no, yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, so yeah, coming in through the back probably not a bad idea. So just to get into an assessment. Yeah, paramedic crawls in and starts his initial assessment. Is the vehicle stabilized? <laughs> it is not. Literally, no, it's not. I didn't cool. think it was. So, um, patient is only responsive to deep, painful stimuli. Basically, you know, Mike Tyson punch to the chest, sternal rub gets a little like. Um, airway is partially obstructed by broken teeth, but no like growth blood, no emesis, nothing like that. Airbags? Uh, no airbags. No airbags. What? How old is this car? How old is the car? Yeah. Is it pre airbag? I don't know if it's pre-airbag or they just didn't blow or if they didn't go off or if, you know, certain people bought them out and sold them for myth. Yeah. Maybe it is rough. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Trade you this airbag for some myth. So it is, it is remarkable how many times and like there's, there's a lot of, uh, car accidents that you know we've all been on where you're like oh man you know totally airbags are gonna go off on this like you look at the car you're like shit you're thinking every airbag is gonna go off and then you get up to the car and there's nothing right and yeah it there are some times where there's a wire wrong or you know it doesn't hit the sensor quite right or it didn't have the speed or whatever and the sensor doesn't go off Oh, she has a beer wench too. Yeah, look at that. I didn't call him that though. I asked nicely. Uh, He goes, Oh, she has a beer wench too. So, yeah, I think, like, I I think we are, um, we're kind of in that, like, always thought process now. Like, hey, if anything happens to the front end, the airbags are going to deploy and it's not yeah. always the case, even with like brand new cars, they just don't go off for whatever reason. Made by man. It's made to fail. Uh, yeah. I, you know, it's like, yeah. and, and I think a lot of it is parameters. Like the parameters don't fit the scenario. So they don't go off. It's just, right. it's weird. I, I think they just go off when they want to. I, I honestly don't think there's a rhyme or reason for airbag deployment at all, but nah. all right, carry on. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. I mean, I've seen side curtains blow out when it's, uh, it's an obvious either front or rear end. Right. And it's like, why the fuck are the side curtains blown? Yeah. 
It's it's you the know. weirdest thing. I don't I like I said, I don't think there's a rhyme or reason Man. for it at all. Anyway. So Jesus, please continue. Yep. Speaking of which So, I, so the paramedic has got in through the back and they're doing their assessment. Okay. Cool. All right, there yeah, we go. Everybody, everybody's partially obstructed by broken teeth. No like gross blood, no emesis, nothing like that. You know, he's not missing half his face. Uh, breathing's noted to be shallow. <clears throat> sound. And this medic clocks it at like 34, 36 breaths a minute. Lung sounds are slightly diminished in the, hold on, right lower lobe. Uh, skin is pale and patient is extremely diaphoretic. Hmm. Wait, he's the driver. His lung sounds are diminished in the right lower lobe. Yeah, so the way the way the dash came in, it's like sitting like basically diaphragm down. He was driving like a cholo is the best way I could describe it. What a lady. Sorry. So he's already looking back. Hold him out the backside. Right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like there's there's a lot of things going on with this guy right now. Yeah. I mean, you, there's a reason that airbags, airbags got invented and they're there. So, like, the fact that they didn't go off makes me highly suspicious for more injury. And that he was unrestrained. Right. So, so I mean. Okay. Oh, you, you have know an what? airway issue hold and up, you have a breathing issue. That could be the reason they didn't go off. Because aren't some of these ones tied into whether or not there's a click? Like if you ain't yeah, clicked, if you ain't clicked it, in, it doesn't the arm the bag. Was behind him? No, he wasn't restrained at all. Oh, at all. Okay. No, yeah, no seatbelt at all. So yeah, there's some of those ones. I think so if, if you don't, if you don't click the belt in the slot, it doesn't arm the bags. No, so it's the other way around. Yeah, if I think yeah. If your seatbelt is unbuckled, it arms the bags automatically. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's why, like, in the newer cars, if you've ever driven without a seatbelt before and you slam on the brakes, you feel, like, the steering wheel, like, click. Huh. Okay. Like, nah, you feel, like, shift forward. Because like, I always wear my seatbelt. I know. <laughs> sure. Always, yeah. Always. Who doesn't wear their seatbelt? Um, oh, my God. You people are horrible. Seriously. I, if I'm going to die, let me die. I'm fine with it. Jesus, fuck. It's cool. Relax. Turn me into a ballistic missile. No, nah, I'm good, man. If I'm going to call it a day, I'll take the seatbelt bite and kiss the freaking dash a little bit and kiss the airbag, but I'm good. If I I die in a car crash, I want to be a Patreon episode. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wait, wait, wait to jinx yourself there. You better make it good then. Make it good. Seriously. Well, I was just going to say if the dude was driving like a cholo, I mean, you really would have only just seen a hat like sticking over the top. (laughs) That's why they thought he was unresponsive, but he was just down here. (laughs) He saw a hat. It wasn't moving. So, so, okay, let's, let's run down this um, (laughs) once more. Cause we have a lot of, lot of different things going on in the chat here for, for a little. So you have an unrestrained driver, no airbags. So you have an airway issue and you have a breathing issue. Right. And the dash is on their chest, correct? It's on their belly. Diaphragm down. Diaphragm down. down. So it's on their belly. So So now you have a circulation issue, but we haven't even made it there yet. Right. Right. So, okay. So So we have A and B compromised. Internal stuff. What was that? A issue, B issue, 
haven't made it to see. Right. Okay. So skin probably got a C issue too, based on the like skin color. Right. Yeah, yeah. Skin is pale. He's extremely diaphoretic. Yeah. Uh, There's your C issue. Doesn't see any yeah. severely growth like growth uh, growth external bleeding. Well, it's because his spleen popped. And his kidneys. Everything in detached. his belly <laughs> is ruptured. Are you, right. Spleen. Everything in his belly is done. Yeah. Right. So this medic brings it up, and it is important. There, there's a little discussion to be had afterwards. The entire car reeks like vodka. Ah, nice. Good for yeah. them. So now you're well, bleeding even more. It. So. Medic and and, ha- and and they should have technically have a diminished respiratory drive. So there you go with that too. Yeah, is the third out, but he's trying to compensate for all the blood that's right. sitting in his oh, belly yeah, right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. So, so all right. Medic has ZMT hand on the monitor. Um, initial vitals are heart rate is one fifty five. Initial blood pressure is seventy three over. 49, I have it written down, but it's... Where do you put the monitor? I'm already telling you that's fake, because it's odd vitals. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm asking, where did you put the monitor? Or not you, I'm, you know what I mean, the royal you've never, you. You've never done an extrication, you like sit it on your lap or next to you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have, but it, I'm thinking if he's in the front seat and I'm in the back seat, that means I'm stretching things over things and it'll give me weird readings. Yeah, but he, you don't need vitals to say that he's not well. We haven't fixed the airway issue. We haven't fixed the breathing issue. We haven't fixed the circulation issue. Nope. But anyway, so so our vitals don't really jive with what we're seeing. No, they do. What were they again? Uh, heart rate's 155. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's about right. The initial Hypotensive tachycardic tachypnea. Oh, I thought you were going to say 170. My bad. No, 77 over 77. 49. Okay. I thought I heard 177. I was like, damn. Right. No, so gotcha. So let's just let's pause here for just a second because there's a ton of chatter going on in the yeah. chats that I think is there's some things being brought up that I that I I like. So uh, let's see. Uh, do do do. Chris goes all the way back to the response. Right, uh, res- you got to have a response plan for this kind of stuff. Auto mutual aid for any type of entrapment. I agree in that that's probably a good scene size up thing for the fire department as well. Right. Um, is there, um, what, uh, an initial thought process of what caused this dude to go into the tree? Is this a medical issue or is it the ETOH issue? Is it, you know, they were swerving to hit a deer and they just crashed into a tree. Like, what? But you're not going to know that because he's not alert. Right. You're not right. going to know it, but you probably should be thinking like, oh, okay, am I looking for another medical problem yeah. that's going to cause the altered mental status, right? But but I'm not – you haven't fixed A, B, or C. No, no, no. So no. I'm not even thinking that yet. Agreed. I'm just going off of what – you know, these are scene size yeah. up kind of things that we should be thinking throughout the whole thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Question, any battling CSF? Give me a hell yeah. Nice. Very cool. What? Yeah. What? Miranda, welcome. Very um, nice. Yeah. So, uh, WW2Girl is asking, any battling CF, uh, CSF? 
fluid coming out of mouth or nose that you can see. Again, we're just in the process of doing this. Um, we might not have gotten that far. Um, treat for shock, any major bleeding. And Maha Butchie goes, it's not a hat. It's a goddamn handkerchief. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's, that is true. Yes. Valid point. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and Johnny Max in the, in the chat. Oh, nice. Well. Uh, hey. And he's throwing in the pro and this goes back to the airbag um, and stabilization and stuff. When we were talking about that, the problem with mm -hmm. it is that most providers today don't realize that the airbag could go off and it's not safe when we're operating that is within true. the vehicle yes. or and around that, that vehicle. And that will kill you. That comes out at, what, yeah. 150 miles an hour or more? So That's what I was going to mention. Right. Like yeah. In the back of my mind, you have to think if you're in that car, the airbags have not gone off yet. Bingo. So, you know, we go yeah. back to Gerard's, you know, always point of this is a scene safety issue yes. as well. Yeah. Yes. You know? Um so yeah, I like we have a ton of operational issues going on, and then we have a problem with A, B, and C with an unresponsive, yeah. non-extricated patient. We're not in a great, great position here. No, I, I think. Was there... Go ahead, Drew. Sounds like you need a blood sugar. I was just gonna say, <laughs> uh, wet, uh, wet bandage. Yeah. Anything? No, <laughs> not yet. No wet bandage. No blood sugar. No blood sugar. Is this possibly a UTI? Could be. <laughs> For our root cause. <laughs> Could be. Is there a 10-inch uh, pink dildo stuck in the guy's head? Yeah, is, that's the other one. Is yeah. that where the well, ETOH we, Well, he's sitting on it, from? so we won't know. Right. Is that where the ETOH came from? They're it, doing, it could be causing the vagal response. They're doing the butt funnel. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in so, all, all so, so is there any thought right now about possibly figure out maybe there's a way to break the seat back and like rapidly get him out if because it doesn't seem like he's doing so good they can't so they can't rapidly get him out at all so hmm. it so but that's fine you still have to work right you still yeah. need to secure that airway you still need to fix b so so i i don't know okay I'm going to hold off on Chris's comment for right now, okay. because I think it's going to take us down a, a separate corridor here. I think it's going to take us down a tangent because All I right. don't, I don't really agree so, with what Chris is saying in this, in this sentence here. So I'm going to hold off on that. Okay. Oh, come on. Um, we can all not agree. I, did you just read so we have so we have vitals no. in hand. Okay. So we have vitals we have, in hand. There's 77 over something. Heart rates right. in the what? 150s. 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 We know SVT, that this, uh, this, we know right. this guy is bleeding from somewhere. Right? That's what it seems like, yeah. So, and we can't get him out, right? EMS, Are we able to do any kind of physical exam, like palpate or anything that was my you next can, thing right like can we actually touch this guy you can palpate from about like top of the head to like right under pectoral that's all you so have right access at the to base like, of the rib cage bicep. more or less and the arms yeah so yeah so like do we feel anything in the chest is it uh, you do feel you feel crepitus 
to the right side and they they just said right side of crepitus. They didn't really specify, you know, left. But I'm that's going the one that's diminished. And that's yeah. the right yeah. is diminished. So so now you're looking at a guaranteed pneumo. Am I able to access the right lower part of the rib cage? I cannot. You cannot. Okay. Interesting. So what is sitting on the right bottom rib cage? Like, is that part of the car that's sitting there that you can't access? So you can only you're making me stand up, Turk. Yep. I got old bone. Oh, shut up. You have wow. access from like here down. Or I'm sorry, you, you have access from here up. Okay. From where though? Like behind so, him? Xiphoid process up. Yes, that's what it sounds okay. like. Okay. So what the you haven't fixed A. You don't have a secure airway. Well, that's it. Like, we can't really do anything until we... You like, still need to fix A and B right now. Exactly. Mm. So I don't really care about whether I can feel the belly. I, I'm just assuming the yeah. belly's filled with fluid. Exactly. I don't really care. Do I can't we, fix that. Do we, do we feel any deformity on the head or anything like that? Any suspected head injury? Nope. No deformity. Yeah, he, nothing, nothing looks like he whacked his noggin on anything in front of us. Look at all his teeth. Oh, well, yeah, true. My, my bad. Is That's right. Yeah. You don't, I you forgot, don't forgot about any, the teeth. Like, you don't feel anything, you know, most people right. places it shouldn't be. I'm going to guess he's not going to take the uh, the OPA, right? So they don't even try. Okay. Ugh. They So let me finish. Let me, let me try and redeem this paramedic here. I'm waiting so, to hit another button. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Come on, Tarek, you know, be ready. Try the OPA and see if he'll take it with his level of consciousness as it is. If he does, great. What would he do? Start bagging. If not, um, I mean, do you do the NPA? Yes. So they, they do. They end up that's doing what I was NPAs. Why? They do they, what? Because that's so much better than just one. Because two is better than one. Did, hold on, I missed that. Did you just say they did buy like bi-nasal NPAs? Bilateral, yep. Fucking and so the prongs have something to stick in. Like seriously. I don't know. Two is better than one. Moving on. Go ahead. Okay. Bilateral NPAs and you one. You suck, you jackass. <laughs> Bilateral NPAs, they do oral suctioning. They take the yank power off of the end of the suction and just use the suction tubing are we are we is this or the teeth just... <clears throat> no that, that was my question are we are we, are we actively bleeding or no there was no kinda... major bleeding and no vomit in the airway it was well, that's, that's what that, that's what i was wondering about the suction is is it like actively still kind of pouring out or is it just excessive saliva or what, what are we talking about it's it's just teeth okay so, so we just sucked all his teeth out so there's no fluid it's just structures. Structures of okay. okay. Whatever. You got the, cool. the structures out. That's an and interesting And you have bilateral MPAs. Are okay. you bagging? No, they put them on 15 liters of oxygen. Of course they did. Not a breather. Okay. You know what this guy okay. could you know what this guy could have used? So so is thirty so is thirty six adequate ventilation? Isn't that an adequate respiratory rate? Don't, don't yell at me. I'm not yelling at you. I'm, I, I'm, this is the story I'm being given, so I am now asking isn't if it, this is a <laughs> adequate respiratory rate. So much fun not. to be the uh It the is not an adequate respiratory rate, correct. 
So we haven't even. Do we check his pulse locks? I forget. No, they didn't. No, we don't didn't have do any vitals Gotcha. Okay, so we know that it's it's shallow. We know he's got chest trauma, and we know he's breathing at thirty six per minute. So that right there tells me, all right, I gotta help him. So can we get an EMT in the car with me, or is this just like a one man show in the back? I mean, you probably could. Okay. I mean, even if it's a one-man show, you need to put right. Well, that, that's well, that, that, that's the thing. I'm just wondering that's it, it, your if, priority. If I, can, if I can get my partner in here, then I can keep going. If not, can then I just got a bag. Roll the window down. Has the battery you know. been disconnected? Can I roll the window down? As an EMT, I can put vital signs on from the window. Yeah. So punch out the window for that. So happens. one of the things that I'm thinking in my head here, right? Not only is that. We have a pure BLS call so far. Yeah, so far, absolutely. Right, everything with the exception that, of the hypotension. Airway. Right, so I can... so other than the hypotension, yeah. right? We need right. fluid Throw, replacement. Put that off for to that. the side. Yeah, forget about that. Yeah. Every you can't do that, anything about that, anyways. Exactly, everything that we have right now, a BLS provider should be able to recognize and fix. Right. Wait, who is the crew? Is it a medic and a BLS provider is a medic and an EMT. So, so the, the paramedic wants okay. to be the hero, jumps in the car. So he's starts, now at the back. Starts working on, on this I'm guy. not going to fault him for that because you know no me. Either. I would do the same thing. I would have done it too. Yeah, you know I've me. I would have done it too. But what is you know me, BLS? BLS. But what is, just... what is the EMT doing at this moment in time? Like, again... There's got to be some way to be able to get the EMT involved in care. He's, right? He's get vitals. He's a designated thing grabber. Get vitals say, if, right if now. It's, if, it's, if it's like one of the EMTs I've worked with, then it, more than likely my EMT is, you know, doing radio stuff, um, talking to fire, to, you know, whatever. Whoa, Gerard, you work with me and my husband, so watch your mouth. Ah! Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, no, no, no. What I mean is if I'm in there doing something with my hands... And there's only room then for one I'm person. I'm at the window getting vitals. Oh, well, I would have hoped you'd like coordinating and doing shit that I'm not thinking about because I'm, you know, I'm, okay, I'm, but I'm, I'm not where I should be. <laughs> so they put, all right, so recap, bilateral MPAs, 15 liters non-rebreather, unresponsive patient, EMT nowhere to be found. Then they're standing outside of the car handing this paramedic thing. Okay. All oh, right. okay. So they're they're still Fine. doing things. So carry on. So, rest of the fire department, mutual aid, whatever it is, shows up. They begin extrication. About halfway through, did um, they cover the patient? <laughs> they did. Okay. They did. They have like um, one of those like almost. I'm gonna call it a horse blanket, like yeah, a yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, the real yeah. good ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the moving yeah, the, blankets. The real yep. thick ones yeah. covering both the, the moving medic, blankets. Yeah. The medic and the patient. Cool. Okay. Um, I had a moment of inattention one time and I turned back and I was like, oh no. Because they were, they were breaking things and smashing things and the patient was just sitting right there. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. So about halfway through, um, EMT informs the fire chief that the helicopter will not fit 
on the road that they're on they're on it's like one of those backcountry windy mm-hmm. not enough not really really enough space to land a bird so their landing zone is now designated about 20 minutes from the scene so how far, away is, how far away is the whoa they can't find an lz closer holy fuck there's Jesus. no open field in I'm all these windy roads going, i am going by what i was told this is rustic. All right, Remember, so twenty minutes. There's at least zone. an open field that's almost going to be a Dollar General soon. It doesn't matter though, because you have a twenty-minute ETA for the ambulance or for the helicopter. Right. Right. Twenty-five that, that... plus lift, right? Phil? Yeah, I think it were yeah, twenty-five plus lift. Now twenty-minute. So they're at the LZ waiting for us. So I, yeah. I'm right now requesting another ambulance to go get those people and bring them to the scene. I wouldn't even request another ambulance. Just send a fireman. I don't how care. Far, somebody yes. needs how, to go somebody. get these people and bring them in. How far away is this trauma center? By ground? Yeah. An hour and oh, okay, never mind. 45 minutes to an hour. All right, go ahead. But no, you're no, already no, no. an hour extrication. Right, right. No, no, I was just thinking. So I mean, Somebody if go get that flight crew and bring them to me. Yep. Again, don't yell at me. Don't shoot the messenger. You know, I'm telling a story. No one's yelling at you. You know, I'll tell you, Phil, I feel like tonight <laughs> they're being way more aggressive when you're telling this story than if I was telling this story. Because <laughs> when you tell the story, we assume that you are the provider. No. <laughs> no. I just, you speak oh, for see, yourself. Yeah. You're telling the story and I'm like, Phil, do better. Go oh, get shit. those people for me. I totally forgot to say this. Sidebar. Uh, this comes from Massachusetts. Okay. It's still you, Phil. Sorry. You work in Mass now. That's right. He was over in Mass doing something. But okay, keep going. So they say the whole 20-minute flight ETA landing zone. I'm I'm all scrambled. Don't scramble Phil's egg brain. All right? Don't do it. Sorry. That's half the fun. It's not you guys. Goose deep breath, deep breath, goose fraba. So, deep breath. By hemispheric oxygenation go. works yes, every yes. time, Phil. Suck, suck in some uh, some so, uh, anti so uh, anti icing formula there. Yeah. Mike Tyson heavyweight two point Oh, Ooh. nice. Anyway, it's like an enigma. Sorry. So extrication continues. They end up, I don't know why, I think it's because they're all volleys and never get a chance to do it. They end up rolling the roof and then rolling the dash. They cut the roof and roll the dash. Yes. Okay. Roger. Okay. So. I, I too, am a recovering volley, so go ahead. I mean, no offense, but as a that's about what you should. I would have no idea what you're supposed to do. So, cool. No, 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 it sounds like they did what they were supposed to do. I would have you, you no wanna, idea. You want to you, you gain access? The, the one of the quickest ways to do it is just cut the damn roof off and and flip the dash back up. Yep, done. I'll go with it. Easy what peasy. happens to Lemon our patient squeezing. now that the dash is done? Are they immediately dead? They are not dead, surprisingly. However, they are so, no longer responsive to deep painful stimulus. Shocker. Yeah. Not yeah. Now they're totally DC at the three. Unconscious, unresponsive. Have a pulse, and we're breathing for them. Correct. They do still have a pulse. At this point, this medic tells the EMT now that there's more 
work room, you know, yeah. they tell the EMT initiate BVM ventilations. And while they're waiting for the fire department to get like their backboard and the stretcher set up, this medic does, uh, I'm going to say <clears throat> the rest of the primary assessment. Gotcha. Okay. What did they find? So, abdomen is rock hard, extended. Yep. Um, Expected. Mm -hmm. Pelvis. You know, you can feel obvious crap. Yeah, he's got a butterfly. Yeah. The right femur has an obvious deformity and an open fracture to the right ankle. Mm. Don't care. Don't care about that. Okay. Right. Yeah. So even the femur at this point, like your belly's rock hard. You've had obvious trauma. I am assuming from the get-go that your entire blood volume is in your yeah, right Yeah, yeah. Please tell me nobody sat there and said, let's get the traction splint. Because now I'm going to kill you. Nope. Okay. Good. Thank so you. They put him on the backboard, put him in the ambulance, and they start beating feet to the hospital. Fireman, fireman drives. To the hospital or to the landing or, zone? I'm sorry, to the landing zone. Okay. Fireman gets in the driver's seat, takes off. Don't kill um, me. Right. So here's my logistical question to you guys. Would you have put a seat collar on? Absolutely. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent I would have yeah. done one when I got behind him. That would have been that that was would have been part of my That should have been the first thing before I put my assessment. bilateral nasal <laughs> right. airways. Initial assessment, you know, A, B, C, D, and then woohoo. Actually, what that that's part of our scene size up. You know, consider Manual stabilization. You ever consider some kind of stabilization for the, uh, for I mean, the head? He's unresponsive, so I'm going to make sure he's not moving. But I, am I going to sit there and take my two hands that are the only two that are in that car to hold no. him? Probably not. But I'm going to make sure he's not moving. Right. Well, right. And, I mean, how many times, granted, you know, we don't typically tell people this, you know, at parties, is we put the seat collar on <laughs> nice. and we say... <laughs> <laughs> um, I see and, what you did there. <laughs> Yay! You got that reference? Yes. Damn it! The thing didn't work. That's awesome. No. <laughs> Why didn't it work? You want me on that call. You need me on that call. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, like. It's one of those things where, you know, we don't tell people that we do it, but we've all done it many, many times in that situation. We need hands. We put the C collar yeah. on and then we let go and we say, I hope you don't move. Right. Literally like, and, and we go about doing other things in that car until we can get another set of hands that can grab right. onto that. Right? right. And, and right. I'm not condoning it, but we it is what all it is. know we've all done it. If it is it what suddenly it is. You looks have like two hands. Right. If it suddenly looks like they're going to, like, they start coming around, yeah, okay, maybe then, I'll have somebody yeah, else come in and put it. two hands exactly. on them. Exactly. You if know, they but, are not moving because they are unresponsive, I'm not wasting my two hands to hold stabilization. They're not moving unless I am moving them. Bingo. Exactly. If you are going to tell me that, hey, we're going to do X, Y, Z to the car, I'm letting you know it's going to jostle the patient. I'm going to take whatever I'm doing right now. I'm going to stop doing that, hold stabilization until you're somebody else can do it. Yeah. Right. But to me, you're, the patient is holding safe stabilization because they're 
unresponsive. Yeah, agreed. Done. 100%. Anything that's going to move to that patient is going to be from me or from extricating. Right. So right. as long as we're communicating that, I'm not holding it. Yeah, I don't like this is especially in New York State with how gray they wrote the yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the backboard regulations and protocols. This fits yeah suspected yeah. mechanism of injury to a T like unresponsive, you know, into a tree, f- heavy front end damage and all right. of this stuff wrong. This is a full backboard collar situation. Show up to the trauma center. So, right. so my next question would be, so now we are, we are completely unresponsive. We're GCS to three. Are, are we in the ambulance when this happens or is this while right, we're still right trying after. to get them out? Like while they're getting the shit ready to take him out, extrication's already been done. Okay, so there, so we're 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 now moving him out of the car and and onto the stretcher, and now we're going to the ambulance. Yes. Okay, so yeah, get to the ambulance as you know as soon as possible. Get inside, and um, honestly, at this point, I want that airway. I was just gonna say, I must. I'm, that I'm, airway I'm gonna go is ahead mine. And, I'm gonna go ahead and intubate, and, and yeah, no, that knowing, airway is mine. I mean, knowing me, just because of the times things have been happening and the fact that I have a lot of other things I really want to start doing, I might just go ahead and, 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 and stick the King in and just do a King just to, just to save time for so, no other reason than to save time. So, um, rather than sit there, get the tube roll out and do the whole fucking shebang bang and all that crap. Um, just grip it and rip it, stick it in, blow it up and move on. While my EMT puts on, you know, pads and stuff like that. Yeah, hmm. I'm I'm in firm agreement here with Gerard. I agree. I think I agree. I think you you have 20 minutes to get to RSI capabilities with the flight team. You're by yourself. You you have a bullshit airway in place with two NPAs because literally they're stuck in the back of the you know oral pharynx like this, probably covering each other. I'm not blaming the kids you, call that Phil. docking. I'm not blaming you, Phil. I'm just saying. Like also though they had what they had, they did the best they could at the time. I don't know why they put two, but whatever. I'm I, not. If they as had, long as they it did, it's what it is. Something. Yeah. Right. If they had put one, I would have been like, kudos. Cool. Like yeah, you did something right. Next time, just put right. in one. Right. They're, they're but, but whatever. They're breathing for this guy. Right. The guy's exactly. probably has a, a a pneumo by this point. He's probably lost those lung sounds in the right hand side. Right. Yeah. So we're just gonna make the pneumo worse when we're breathing for them, but we can fix well, and, that and after this is, the airway. And, and also, there's, so, though, there's so much A and B to fix right now. Like, like that's why yeah. I was in my brain. I'm thinking I'm just going to king the guy. Yeah. Then, I'm going to king and, the guy real quick, get it done. And then I'm going to grab my decompression kit. And, and that's exactly that I'm gonna start putting darts in them. That would have been my exact plan as well. Yeah. yeah I'm not exactly. going to okay. fiddle fuck around, get in good position and all this other stuff to do, a manual, you know, lift or, yeah. or a video intubation, I'm going to go yeah. king and, you know, decompress. Yep. Cool. Absolutely. Done. And, you and know, now I'm going to start talking about, now I'll start thinking about the, the circulation stuff. After, once that's all done. Absolutely. You know. Yep. I'm yeah. 100% here. And you have your EMT, because now a fireman should be driving. That EMT yep. should be doing all of the BVM, all of those ventilations, you know, constantly re-listening to lung sounds for their paramedic and all that good stuff. They get me on the, get, get them hooked up on the monitor. Yeah. You know, so get, what do we have? Phil, what up. do we have? 
so they're getting their intubation and decompression shit out. Monitor recycles. Heart rate is one sixty four. Okay. Uh, blood pressure tanks down to about sixty over thirty nine. That's actually better than I okay. thought it was going to be. Yep. Okay. I was waiting for dot dot dot. I was thinking it was going to be in the fifties. <laughs> That's where I thought it was going to be. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Fuck. He's all right. Just be a lesson. It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Try the other arm. <laughs> so now they put a SBO2 probe on. It's 83%. Not okay. surprising. 81, 83. Okay. Um, so medic performs needle decompression. Thank the you. fifth intercostal space. Does, you know, confirmed rush of air. You know, secured down some tape and does uh, ET intubation, 802, 27 at the teeth. And then after all that, he attempts for access. So let me and ask a question. They stayed on scene doing all this? No. They were moving. So, you, you, so they're so going you, to. So you the did an intubation exam. bouncing down the road. Good for you. Go. Cool. Right on. Okay. Move on. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So this paramedic does obtain IV access with a 16-gauge EJ nice. to the right side. There we go. And then... Wait, aren't EJs <laughs> supposed to be 14s? What, whatever, I guess you can Why say. are you putting bilateral NPAs in, Gerard? Let's not pick... All right, true. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so... Here... I was thinking about throwing a 16 in the guy's arm, but I'm like... If I'm gonna do an EJ, I'm gonna I was be thinking 14. about drilling this guy. Well, I was yeah, already thinking too. about that too. I was That's like, right. before I do any of this other shit, right? Like, yeah. like so for me, I always like look at the EJs first. Yep. That's like that's my thing. Fuck that. And thanks to you, Tarek, I look at the feet, even though I can't fucking stand feet. <laughs> thank you're, you know, thank for welcome. that. Oh, you're just welcome. wait till I tell you about my foot story. Old old Mima who hasn't changed her fucking socks in ninety years. <laughs> And Still it has like great a, access down there, though. Don't worry. You know, Scum, fucking snow globe. Scumbag Catskillian drug addict who hasn't changed his socks in days. Mm, yummy. And, and there was something inside the sock stuck to the bottom of the foot when I took the sock off. Yum. I'm going to be honest. I think I'd much rather clip my teeth with a nail clipper than deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which still begs the question to this day. We still don't know how did this guy get a nice thin slice of fresh tomato stuck to the bottom of his foot inside this crusty ass nasty sock, coming out of one of the most scum, coming out of the most scumbaggiest places I've ever fucking been in. So you really want to know? He's like, oh, my ankle's killing me. Okay, I'll pull up, and and I'm like, (laughs) why is there a piece of tomato stuck to your fucking foot, and it's fresh? That's gross. Oh, uh, man. So I almost put the fucking sock back on. So one question that we do have that popped up in the chat was, uh, hmm. what did what do these crew, what does this crew have? Now that we have access, I can bring it up. Um, what do we have in terms of meds for, uh, you know, increasing blood pressure? Just out of curiosity, chat wants to know. Epi. 
norepi and i believe they told me dopamine okay uh, nor norepi for the for the presser and do we carry the txa now or no norepi for the presser you have nothing to press oh yeah no well i mean fluids first of course i'm just i'm just asking a question keep going phil so gerard they do not they don't carry txa okay this right. prior to the whole update. gotcha okay um they hang a thousand bag wide open through the ej um end title is placed on the et tube comes back as 18 to 21 decent waveform I'm okay with it. It's not 12. Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. It's not eight. It is what it is. I can't fix this person right now. They need bright lights and cold steel. I can't. Yeah. They need. I don't the, have blood. I don't aircraft. have an OR. Right. They need the aircraft, which has yep. blood and can get them to an OR. Exactly. At least so I would hope they I'm would okay have blood. I'm okay with 18. Yeah. So, well, they're being feed to the hospital mm -hmm. emt sitting there or not the hospital i'm sorry LZ. yeah um emt sitting there bagging and he looks at the medic he's like hey is this stomach getting bigger probably he's probably. still bleeding we can't stop that right did so, anybody oscillate lungs oh we oh no you said we have waveform on the on the yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And okay, we have so diminished right lower they put a dart gotcha. in okay got release is his sats any better yeah, they've come up to about like low nineties, high eighties. Oh, so you're gonna live there. Yep. That's fine. Exactly. That's fine. Um, Keep doing so what you're doing. After is the his stomach getting bigger? Yes, probably. So hundred <laughs> percent. EMT points out the whole you know stomach's inflating like a balloon. This medic says, "Oh shit, I probably gave him too much fluid," and turns the no fluid down to like a KB. No. No, you didn't give too much fluid. Jesus fucking I mean, Christ. it doesn't matter, though. Well, it doesn't I, matter. It's just it's Normal ceiling does not carry oxygen, so yeah. I don't really care. Meh. Meh. I don't care about that. That's fine. Whatever. So, but they but they miss the reason. Like, that's what that's what. Right. I agree. Me I mean, I agree, it, right? but. So, like, yes, I understand. Like, we're, we're making Kool-Aid here. We're probably just putting that fluid that we're putting through the EJ this, into his stomach, right? I was going to say, at this point, it probably just looks like, what you know, something out of a white claw. It, it, so, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I agree M is 100% correct, as she always is, in that normal saline is not going to fix anything other than it's going to give us an, an artificial bump in blood pressure. But it has but, no perfusion capabilities, which is why we also, need blood. we're at... Right. Nine low nineties for an SPO two. I'm okay with that. We're at, you know, like our airway is okay. Our breathing is is what we're gonna do with it now. Right. So what else can you do? You're moving on to C. I'm not the saying... only thing you can do is fluids. Right. I'm not no. saying uh, like And that's and, what you need to and, do. And and I think the the I think the fact that they they missed the ball in why yeah. the belly was getting bigger. Yeah is kind of shocking to me. Like it's so blatantly obvious. This guy is bleeding into his pelvis and his belly and his femurs. 
that why yeah. ever would you think that, oh, I gave 100 of fluid. That's why his belly's bigger. Right. That makes nah. no sense to me whatsoever. But carry on. Carry on. So, um, Medic gets a second point of access. Another 16 in the left AC. Um, recheck lung sounds. You know, he's moving good air at this point. <clears throat> After the compression, no need for a second dart. Hand him over to the flight team. Flight team hangs a unit of blood and off they go to the hospital. Yay. Right, so, lights cold steel. That's what he needs. Yep. Update on this gentleman. Um, oh my God. UTI. What? <laughs> UTI. He was actually hypoglycemic this entire time. Oh, and do blood sugar. See? No. Where's the EMT? So EMT dropped the uh, ball on that one. I always tell him. That's why he crashed the car. He was having the whole time. Especially brand new EMTs, I always tell them, hey, you know, if you're sitting around and you feel like you got your thumb in your ass and you're not doing anything, there's nothing for you to do, take a fucking blood sugar at the very least. Do literally. Just take a blood sugar. You know, because I'm probably not gonna think about it. Just do it. Yeah. You know, then you look like you're doing something and you're actually doing something that might actually help. Right. And take a blood sugar. They're altered, so protocol says take a damn blood sugar. And what do we know you about? You have no idea why he wrapped his car around a tree. Exactly, he could have been hypoglycemic the whole fucking time. Yep. And he's it, it, wicked smell of, of <laughs> vodka in the car. You know, he could Sweet. be one of these. He could be one of these guys who's been drinking all day, and now he's hypoglycemic. Yep. Just like our everybody's like, scenario. oh, they smell like alcohol. Yeah. Fun fact: he's in DKA. Right. <laughs> so this gentleman, lacerated his liver. Yep, sounded like it. Yep. Ruptured his spleen. Oh, I knew that mm-hmm. happened. Yep. Ruptured his bladder. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that sucks. That hurts. There's the there's the uh there's the sepsis. Yeah. Minor details right now. Yep. Femur fracture. Eh. Everybody gets one of those. Ends up expiring on the operating table. Oh, that sucks. That does suck. Yep. Yeah, I hate and like that. like did there was there ever like did they ever figure out like um i i'm just curious was it did they ever like redo the crash thing and ever figure out like why they actually crashed uh his alcohol blood alcohol what was his EQH? i believe was like two something i think it was no. high i think it was like like our like our like our drunk scenario seriously right but but my Wait. what i what i was calling time out on was he expired but not through anything that anybody did wrong on the fucking no. call no, it's not that like, like they forgot to do something and oh well he would have lived had you not been a fucking moron. It's not like the bilateral NPAs was what caused right. his death. Right. Right. right? So what and you this is my so point. So you put two in, who cares? And this is my point yeah. for for EMS, because I feel like EMS is more lackadaisical with ETOH. Remember what that does to your body. Mm-hmm. If you're bleeding in your belly, there's you are gonna have a very, very hard time stopping that. Yeah. Yeah. Ble- bleeding issue. And then, you know, also think, you know, think metabolic emergency before anything else. Right. You know, 
especially if it's not something that is obviously, you know, foobard and, you know, you need immediate shit, but yeah, just because it's a drunk, there's like, oh, it's a fucking drunk guy, throw him in the back, let's go. Exactly. Immediately start thinking metabolic emergency before anything else. Drive that, you know, yeah, rule that shit out and then go. I tell all my nurses, when you're in triage, you're alcoholics your detox patients are going to be the sickest patients you have out there hands yeah. down yeah and oh and everyone always treats them as though they're like pond scum oh it's bullshit yeah, yeah. oh they're exactly. faking it oh this that the other thing and then they they're dead and you're like oh well i wonder why like what happened what happened exactly you know so yeah like you know i look at this call and i agree with you guys i don't think there was too much out of sorts here no. like it was you know as soon as we knew that this was a high impact crash into a tree front end and dashboard now is intruding and sitting on this guy's, you know, abdomen. You could assume right off the rip that mm. there was abdominal trauma, pelvic trauma. Oh yeah. Bleeding. Oh, that well, I didn't even have to look at him. Exactly, and I already know what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So now we, yeah. we know that this is super serious right off the rip and we don't have a lot of tools in the toolbox to fix any of this either. Right. Like the maybe the the one and only thing that wouldn't have saved this guy no matter what, but maybe had slowed anything down would have possibly been like an Israeli bandage. I was thinking about an Israeli, but I'm like, you know what, with all that damage. And that's why I say. I don't you think would have never been able them. to. Exactly. If no. you had done that, you would have cut all the blood supply. He would have died anyways. Right. Agreed. Yeah. But this just... is this is my whole point on why I hate traumas. It they need an OR. There's nothing pre-hospital or an emergency room is going to do for these people. They need to go to the OR. Yeah, I feel ABC like you're setting yourself up for mm-hmm. failure. Like, you know, you managed the airway. You did all these things. You you got him to the hospital, but he's still going to die. Right. Right. And I think it is what it is. I think the biggest thing that we can take away from this call, at least for me, before I go to you guys, is recognizing and having that index of suspicion for what is going on. Right. And what like what you're up against. Right. So we know, Okay, hey, like there's significant trauma to this area. I know that there's going to be a lot of bleeding going on inside that area. And you know what? So much (laughs) blood can fit inside of the belly before it even distends and becomes rigid. Right. So you might not have your blood. Right. That's three liters, right. For an adult. Yeah. Right. That can fit inside of your belly before you even start to notice. So it's like, if we are not thinking ahead and going, okay, where's this guy bleeding? Okay. They're bleeding in their gut, but I don't see it yet. I'm going to start looking for other signs of, you know, of stuff. Ooh, I got two screens again. Hi, <laughs> Phil. Um, you know, I think, I think that's where we need to be as providers. BLS providers can do that. ALS mm. providers can do that and have that, uh, you know, recognition of what's to come. I yeah. agree with but, you guys in that there's not much we can do here, but we took but care the fact of that A, they we took the care fluid, of B. And here's the deal. Like what, you know, there's a difference between dying the on a table. Reason, and he, But here's the thing. There's yeah. a difference between dying on the table and dying of an anoxic brain injury. The fact that you stop the fluids because you don't understand what was happening is a bigger thing to me. Yeah. I agree. 
I agree. And that's yeah. and that's what I brought up before in that they right, they right. tragically missed the ball in that in that court. And I agree with it. Like, yes, I agree that, you know, the fluids are not going to be oxygen capability. But if he had told me like, oh, yeah, he made it out of the OR, died of an oxygen injury. OK, there's nothing we could have done. You died on the table. That's a volume issue. Yeah. The amount yeah. of resources that a hospital has and you die in the OR to me raises a red flag. Yeah, no, it, it's. um. Yeah, I know we, we, we've kind of moved away from this whole uh, or they're trying to move everybody away from the, uh, you know, mechanism of injury using that as a, you know, reason to suspect things and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, like one of the things to. I always one of the things I always try to, it, especially with MBAs, always try to do is, is, you know, what speed are we talking about here? You know, do you remember what the last speed was you saw in your speedometer? You know, if the person can talk to me, like, it's one of the questions I always ask. Do you remember what the last speed was you saw in your speedometer? And, you know, if they start saying, oh, it was like 55, 60, well, then I start thinking, you know, okay, well, oh, you got some back pain or whatever. Honestly, in my brain, because <laughs> my brain is fucking weird, I immediately start suspecting, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and assume that their fucking kidney's detached at right. those speeds. So right. we're going to have a bleeding problem here, so it's time to move. We're, we're not going to sit here and talk or, and talk about things and, I mean, and, dis, and you know, you have a long discussion. And you have to remember discussion. that like, your, your kidneys and your GI organs, like yeah. they're not held in by this ridiculously strong thing. It's all... Yeah fascia Jelly. and mesentery it's yeah. all soft tissue so like yeah. it disconnects yeah and yeah. there's it a shears. lot of vasculature that's down there so you're gonna bleed out in your belly yep. yeah yeah and without without understanding all of that and and knowing it going okay this is this is what could happen right right you're, you're gonna miss the ball yeah. right you're gonna completely miss the ball and i think that's where right. like any provider, it doesn't have to be a paramedic. This could be an EMT. It could be a CFR yep. can sit there and go, okay, mechanism meets these types of injuries. Right. Okay. They're showing signs of this, like immediately unresponsive to me breeds head injury, right? Absolutely. Or blood pressure. Right. Yeah. And as soon as they were pale diaphoretic and I couldn't see a belly and I saw this trauma, I'm going, they have no blood pressure. They might not have a heart rate right. and they're bleeding somewhere. Right. That's yeah. all I need to go on. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I can run the rest of this call. Exactly. Yeah. And a, and an EMT could do that. It's as simple yeah. as that, you know, the, the, you know, the one thing that I teach all the new EMTs that I get is like your assessment doesn't necessarily change when you go from a BLS provider to an ALS provider. It doesn't. Everyone really thinks My, it does. And it doesn't. It doesn't. My same. assessment as a BLS provider is going to be the exact same as an yeah. ALS provider. So I'm going to tell My you treatment My treatment is different. That's, it, yeah. that's the only difference is the scope yeah. of practice, the treatment. My assessment is the exact fucking same. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, it literally is. There's no difference. And I, and I think if now are we suspecting different things in our heads because of all the fucking education that we've had? Than an EMT? What, yeah. But, but what our, changes our assessment that? is it's the same. Treat, it's your treatment plan right, that it's, actually it's, changes that. Right. It's not it's the assessment. Not, it has yeah. nothing to do with the assessment. My assessment is what it is. 
Right. It hasn't changed from EMT to paramedic to nursing. My ABC sample obscurity. Exactly. On on this call, I feel like they didn't manage the airway fast enough. They didn't fix the breathing fast enough. That doesn't change because I'm doing the assessment versus you guys. Right. 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 And and you know it's funny that you bring up assessments because like I always giggle when you know I'm in the fly car and they call the paramedic for an ALS ALS assessment, assessment. and I'm like why? Like I literally mm-hmm. walk in and I'm like, what did you need me for? Oh, you well, know what's funny assessment. is when so, I, so I what do the that. fuck am I gonna do? Well, what's funny when I do that is I need an ALS treatment. I will. I refuse to say assessment because my right. assessment is no different. And right. my assessment started as an EMT basic. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, hasn't I mean, changed that, since. Yeah. The only thing like the only difference, well, I guess now things are changing too, but um, when I was, you know, in the fly car, it was a, like for me, the only thing that I could do differently assessment wise. And honestly, I don't even want to consider it as part of assessment because that, to me, it's just more of diagnostic is cardiac monitor. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And now, and that was the thing in BLS, like in the state that we live in New York, for me, when you get a chest pain, like you have to get a paramedic because I can do all the assessment and I can tell you, but you have more capabilities to, I don't want to say assess, but like to figure it it out. You have more diagnostic, right? The diagnostic tool. Exactly. And you, you might as well, and honestly, yeah, you can, you can go ahead and put that in the category of, of, of treatment. I mean, it might as well be, uh, you know what I mean? Cause you're, you're, yeah, at that point it's, it's, it's that weird zone between assessing and treating, but it's just like, those only... one, it's the one thing that we do differently. And but that's the thing it. is to me too, is like, and in, in our state, when you say that you're like, Oh, I need an ALS assessment for this chest pain. Like I don't need to, tr- I don't need the 12 lead to tell me to treat the chest pain. I'm right. still going to do give aspirin. aspirin I'm nitro. still going to do yep. this. Right. Yep. I can do that as a BLS provider. So it really fucking grinds my gears when they're like, oh, I need a paramedic to do 12 lead before I give aspirin. Why? They're complaining of chest pain. Done. Yeah. Yeah. It's done. And if they have no contraindications to aspirin, they're getting it. Everybody is getting aspirin for me. Yeah. I I remember I had one that was a, um, it was was when I was with my fire department and, you know, I'm on scene as in, as an EMT only. And I'm, work on this guy that was having chest pain uh, driving a tractor trailer and you know get in there and uh an ambulance from a neighboring town had, had just happened to be going by heard the call and pulled in to stop to be just you know hey we're we're here we can at least you know start helping out and uh you know so we were the first on scene with our rescue and i i, I jump in the back and hey what's going on and and uh you know took some vitals did a quick assessment i was like Yep, he's he's clammy. He's got he's sweating up a storm here. He's clutching his chest for chest pain. Boom, instant. I was like, okay, let's get the aspirin out. Let's go ahead and give him the aspirin. I asked him, do you take nitroglycerin at all? Do you have any of that with you? No, I don't take any of that. Okay, good. Started doing another set of vitals. The ALS ambulance shows up from uh, the town neighboring, and uh, you know the paramedic comes walking in, and literally, and of course I I don't know this dude, and he don't know me, and he goes. what have you done? So, oh, we gave him aspirin. You gave him aspirin? Why'd you give him aspirin? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Started raising all Every kinds time. of shit. I haven't done a 12 lead yet. And, sh- and I'm just like, do you know your BLS protocols, dude? Right. Like, the amount of times What's that not the I point? Been... <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, you're treating your assessment, and that's yeah. all you're doing. So, BLS providers, 
need to get away from and stand your ground. They're complaining of chest pain. They have no contraindications. Yeah. Give them the fucking aspirin. It's not going to hurt them. Nope. Yeah. 100%. I agree. Uh, anything else that you guys wanted to hit on in this call before we I wrap was, it up? And I, I was, I'm just so upset that Phil left because I was going to be, I wanted to find out like when he goes on calls, you know, with his new look like that, like, does it ever cross his mind to like, like lean into someone and, and just like touch their forehead and go rise and walk? Or does he do the, the like healing power of the Baptists where, you know, they're just like, boom, and, you know, boom. hit him. Hit, oh, man, the boom didn't go away. What the fuck is going on with these things today? Boom. Boom. Uh, that was odd. But, uh, but yeah, so we're going to wrap up the podcast here and go on to um, our next, you know, end of tour, uh, you know, episode. So thank you guys again for joining us here on the show. Um, it is truly amazing. Yeah, go buy Cronuts. Exactly. You can't. Medicmaterials.com slash merch. Yes, no, you can. I just did it, and you can't. It gives you an error message. Oh, man. The Cronuts do? Sort that shit out. Yes. I just did it. I'll tell you. Hold on. It says checkout is disabled on this site. What? Damn. You didn't pay your bill? I, I don't need to. I That's pay yearly. <laughs> That's, I'll send it to you. That's well, I, I don't think you need to send it to me. I'll now go and look. So apparently we're going to be, you know, doing some IT stuff tomorrow while I'm uh, sitting at work. But anywho, um, I will send out a message on the Facebook and the Twitter and all the, you know, messaging platforms and, you know, social media that we use when the Cronuts are available for purchase, since apparently they're not right now. Um, mm. and, uh, yeah. And again, just keep trying to, uh, support the show in any possible way you guys can. It is amazing that we've reached number seven on iHeartRadio. Um, I, I never would have thought this show would have gotten that high. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we have, so that's freaking phenomenal. So Gerard, uh, lead us out and, uh, we'll see you in a couple minutes for the end of tour. Donuts. 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 Try it. I had to do that last week. It was not it was oh, not as good. It was brilliant. It was probably all right. It it, it wasn't great. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want more information on the podcast or to send us a call review, please visit medicmaterials.com slash podcast. To learn more about earning continuing education credit from listening to this episode or others, check out medicmaterialscmeacademy.thinkific.com. We appreciate your continued dedication towards EMS education and helping us advance the field. See you next time.